Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. In the squadron, they called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Man, must be very, very weird to be a member of the Biden family. What a strange outfit they've got, huh? Uh <laughs> What is going on? Uh, I know what's going on. It's no mystery. I guess I'm mystified by how they continue to get away with it. <laughs> Here's evidence. Oh, that's uh, that's Russian disinformation. Here's some more evidence. That's been debunked. Okay, here's some more evidence. That's disinformation. I thought it was misinformation. No, that's different. Uh, all right, here's some more evidence. <laughs> it's coming in from all over the place. Including from James Comer, don't believe the fake news, don't believe these headlines. I'm looking at a headline right here. They call it an absurd claim. Absurd. Mr. Comer is absurd when he suggests that Hunter was paying his father money on a monthly installment basis, $1,300 a month. It's absurd. It's absurd to explain, uh, to explain. To accuse him of that, it is totally absurd. They're all over the place. They try to laugh at Comer. He's just an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just from Kentucky. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's got the documentation to prove it. And they're trying to debunk it in the most pathetic way. Now, I will give this. Uh, the, the the Bidens are clever. They are clever. Remember, they engineered this stuff. What did Bobolinsky say? With plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. This is about the 15th thing, all right? The, no, the 15th, 100th red flag about the Bidens. Uh, Comer yesterday produced a document, s- several documents actually, an automatic payment arrangement between Hunter Biden's company and the private checking account of Joe Biden. He has the form. He has the dollar amount. He has it right there. We all have to fill one of these forms out when we get paid by, uh, say, uh, the boss at work, right? Nobody gets a regular paycheck anymore. That went away a long time ago. I remember 30 years ago I joined the Marine Corps, and the like the second day I got there, they said, everybody's got to sign up for automatic deposit. Everybody. No, nobody could get a regular paycheck anymore. This is 1991. Uh, so we know about automatic deposit, all right? And you know you still have to fill out a form to get that going, sometimes online, sometimes in person. Well, we have the form from Joe Biden, and it's requesting a $1,300. Actually, it's Owasco, which is the company of Hunter Biden, Owasco, very near and dear to him. These companies that Hunter started, they're all named for lakes up there at the Finger Lakes. Right there, Susan, our our, our listener Susan lives on the Finger Lakes, and one of them is Skinettles or something. One of them is Wakahobie. One of the Onawaga. And that's what Hunter Biden's companies are called. All those shell companies. Onawaga, uh, Skinettles, and Owasco. Owasco's near and dear to, uh, Hunter because it's where, uh, it's where his mom was born. His mom was born there. Uh, Hunter 
visited his grandparents there. That's his connection to the Finger Lakes, and it's a real big connection. I, did you see me lay this out? Hunter Biden, he's so close to the Finger Lakes, that is so special to him, that he has the uh, lakes tattooed on his back. I'm serious. I, 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 you, you can find a picture, they're all over the place, of Hunter shirtless. He's always doing that, right? Always posing in his underwear. I mean, he knew the camera was there. These aren't like surveillance photos. This is Hunter Biden posing for the camera, taking the pictures off in himself. Watch out. <laughs> Hunter, you didn't have to put your face in the selfie. A lot of people don't put their faces in the selfie, you know, but he did. And uh, you can see it right there. Uh, the back, his back, his back, back, the skin on his back. It looks like he's been tortured. It looks like he's been, I don't know, just uh, whipped or something. But you look a little bit closer and those are not scars. They're not cuts. It's a tattoo of the Finger Lakes region. Because it was so near and dear to him. And one of the tattoos on his back is Owasco. Owasco Lake. And he started a firm called Owasco. And it was a way to funnel money uh, from entities all over the world to him and his old man, Joe Biden. And the more proof that comes in, the harder they laugh at us. What is that? What did they say? First they laugh at you. Then they fight you. Then you change the world. Something like that. Uh, and they're still in the laughing at us phase. Uh, they better get serious. I think they're going to fight us. Can we play James Comer? I don't care that he has an accent. I don't care that he's, you know, sometimes investigators, whatever happened to, like, the heroic investigator, that's what he's like. Instead, the media, they won't do the work. They let the government do it, and then they just pick it apart, like Maggie Haberman on her dopey laptop somewhere in Brooklyn or wherever the hell she lives. Doesn't get off her now rather large backside. She really blew up in more ways than one. James Comer, please. Go. President Joe Biden claimed there was an absolute wall between his official government duties and his family's influence peddling schemes. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed his family didn't receive money from China. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed he never spoke to his son, Hunter Biden, about the Biden's family's shady business dealings. This was a lie. Now, Hunter Biden's legal team and the White House's media allies claim Hunter's corporate entities never made payments directly to Joe Biden. We can officially add this latest talking point to the list of lies. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, a Wasco PC made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other shady corners of the world. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Remember, it is basically personal. It's it's really just he owns that. It's a company, yeah, so it's not personal. Technically, it's a company, but it's called a Wasco for that crazy lake he likes so much. All right, keep going. At this moment, Hunter Biden is under an investigation by the Department of Justice for using a Wasco PC for tax evasion and other serious crimes. And based on whistleblower testimony, we know the Justice Department made a concerted effort to prevent investigators from asking questions about Joe Biden. I wonder why. The more we learn, it appears the Justice Department was trying to cover up for the Bidens until brave IRS whistleblowers came forward and a federal judge rejected the sweetheart plea deal. Payments from Hunter's business entity to Joe Biden are now part of a pattern revealing Joe Biden knew about, 
participated in and benefited from his family's influence peddling schemes. When Joe Biden was vice president, he spoke by phone, attended dinners, and had coffee with his son's foreign business associates. He allowed his son to catch a ride on Air Force Two at least a dozen times to sell the Biden brand around the world. Hunter Biden requested office keys to be made for his office mate, Joe Biden, in space he planned to share with a Chinese energy company. We've revealed how Joe Biden received checks from his family that were funded by the Biden's influence peddling schemes with China, no less. The House Oversight Committee continues to investigate Joe Biden's involvement in his family's domestic and international business schemes at a rapid pace. You know what? Uh, remember that guy? Who was the guy? Pencil neck. Adam Schiff. Remember how famous he was on all of those shows? Gets it week after week after week. No evidence. No documentation. Just wild, outrageous charges that all proved to be totally false. Didn't damage his credibility. Hasn't uh, reduced his visibility. He's all over the place all the time. Still Adam Schiff. Uh, why isn't James Comer the most famous person in the world? Again, this is just the latest. Some of the other things he's uncovered. He uncovered a $200,000 wire transfer from China to Joe Biden's home. Joe Biden's home. He was the beneficiary, uh, the beneficiary address. You have to put an address down. And it was his, not Hunter's. Hunter's was in California at the time. The text messages. I mean, it's all over the place. $200,000 check from his brother. A $40,000 check from Sarah, his sister-in-law. After boasting and bragging that he was the poorest man in Congress. Why is he, why is he getting paid all this money from his relatives? Loan repayment. Oh, it, oh, okay. Oh, loan repayment. It says so right there in the check. You know the little memo? Loan repayment. No one's ever going to say bribe. No one's ever going to say um, <laughs> money laundering proceeds. No one's ever going to say criminal proceeds. No one's ever going to say <laughs> no one's going to say 10% for the big guy. Loan repayment. And that's what they're trying to say about this truck. This truck. And this is where I give the Bidens a little bit of credit for being very, very clever. Potentially, potentially. They're also very, very stupid and brazen. Now, this is not making any sense unless they are, well, smarter than I thought. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's giving them too much credit. So 2018. What's going on in 2018? I What is going on in 2018? That's when the truck was purchased. All right. Do I have to say this again? Um, the Biden... James Comer finds documentation that money is going every month from Hunter Biden's Owasco account, Owasco business, directly to the checking account of Joe Biden. It's $1,380. It's a monthly payment. That's, that's money that's going from Hunter, Hunter, right to Joe. Now, aha! They say this is, oh gosh, you really stepped in it this time, Jim Comer. You got it all wrong, they say. Your claim is absurd. This is simply Hunter paying his father back for a truck that Joe bought him in 2018. A truck. Joe Biden bought his son in the summer of 2018, they tell us, a truck worth $67,000. That's a lot of money for a truck, but... Now, how old is uh, Hunter in 2018, by the way? He's 49 years old. He's 49 years old. 
Your dad's still buying you a truck or a car at the age of 20. I mean, right? It's, it's that, that's weird. I got to tell you what's going on in 2018. And I know this from Hunter's own lawyer. Let's go through it. This is in the Delaware sweetheart deal. Biden's lawyer, a guy named Clark, stands up in open court and says this. Hunter Biden continued to earn handsomely and spend wildly in 2018. He received a little over $2.6 million in business and consulting fees from the company he formed with the CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate and the Ukrainian energy company, Burisma. That's one hell of a statement right there. In 2018, from Hunter's own lawyer, we hear that he made $2.6 million from China and Ukraine. Anybody remember when Joe Biden stood up during the debate and said, the only one who's made money here is this guy, Trump. That's it. Nobody's made money from China. It's funny. I can't find that moment online. They're always trying to chase the bad news away. Delete it from the Internet. You delete something from the Internet, you scrub it. You might actually get away with this. I mean, it's it's really that's that's another thing we'll talk about. They're deleting information that's damaging to Joe Biden from the Internet, making it harder and harder to find. Hunter Biden made two point six million dollars. Why didn't he buy that truck outright in 2018? Because his credit was so bad. You know how I, I, why I'm hearing that? I mean, it makes sense that his credit was bad. He was, was a maniac with the money. The guy who sold the truck is now speaking. The, the guy has stepped forward. And in a weird way, he's trying to defend the Bidens. He's trying to defend the Bidens. Look, I think this was possibly a, I don't want to call it legitimate, but a semi-legitimate arrangement, so that like an Easter egg that someday somebody would find it and say, you see, there's a truck. Yes, Hunter was paying his father for this, a truck. And the truck, see, he actually poses for a picture with the guy who sells him the truck and Joe Biden in 2018. I got that picture, too. It's like at 49, you're going with your dad to buy a truck. And they return the truck for four months later. Why don't you, if you, if you can't buy the truck on your own because your credit is so crummy and you make $2.6 million a year, just buy the thing with cash. You can afford a truck. Why did you need a truck? You already had a Porsche. It's totally rotten. There's something else. I get him in so many lies and it's confusing on purpose. Maybe Jim Comer isn't the best storyteller in the world. But he's pretty good. And if he had a little help from the media, and you're looking at it, quite frankly, Fox is holding its nose. So many people holding their nose. They don't want to pursue this. Oh, it's just $1,300. Oh, 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 oh. I think they're somehow jealous of Comer or something like that. They want to be able to break it themselves. I, I Or anything that comes from anybody else, they just dismiss. They just, oh, it's, 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 it's no, 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 no. This is a big freaking deal, folks. And the other thing, I got Liz Cheney's new book in my hands. It even, <laughs> uh, how much did it cost? I know I uh, I bought it, but I gave money to somebody to. Uh, let's see here, it's thirty two fifty. Oath and honor. She knows nothing about the latter, and she didn't keep the former. I'll be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? 
the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tommy. Tommy Tuberville. The Republican from Alabama, the great football coach. He is releasing hold on almost all military nominees and promotions. Uh, I don't know about this one, Tommy. I was counting on you. What was Tommy Tuberville doing? He's a great coach, by the way, and he learned a hell of a lot about life, uh, everything, um, especially race relations. Just a great guy, great coach, knows so much about leadership. We're about to hear from Tommy. Tommy was upset, as I was upset, that the Pentagon took it upon itself without congressional approval uh, to spend all kinds of money for soldiers to get abortions uh, all over the country. Uh, they would fly them to get the abortion on commercial airplanes. They would uh, buy uh, hotel rooms for them uh, to wait for their abortion. They'd give them time off to get the abortion and then fly back and get a couple of more days off. Facilitating, you know, the Dobbs decision, right? So if you have a military base, say, uh, I don't know, let's say in uh, in, uh, in Florida where they got that six-week six week restriction. Let's say you're at MacDill Air Force Base down there. Well, uh, and you want to get an abortion because you're three months pregnant, four months pregnant, five months pregnant, nine months pregnant. Yeah, uh, Democrats are for that. And you say, well, I want to go to California to get the abortion. All right, um, the Pentagon will fly you there. We'll buy you a ticket. We'll put you up in a hotel. We'll give you some time off, and then we'll fly you home. And Tommy said, that's uh, not right. You can't do that. you got to have – this is our money. It's not Secretary Lloyd Austin's money. It's not Joe Biden's money. This is the people's money. And there's an appropriations process, and we have not approved that kind of spending. And they did it. They just did it. They're flying people. They're the travel agency for the abortion people, the abortion enthusiasts, right? I know some people aren't enthusiastic about an abortion even when they get one, but shorthand here. We'll fly you anywhere you want for your abortion or the nearest state where you can get it um, on demand that fits your needs. Tommy said, you know what, if you're going to do that, I'm going to screw up your life a little bit. Any officer who wants a promotion, um, we're going to delay that. You know you need Senate confirmation to get promoted in the military? Well, we're going to vote on it one by one. Usually they send up like 50 names, and they vote on, okay, these 50 names, and yay, yay, yay. Well, we'll do it one at a time, and it's backed it up, and I think it's working. But is Tommy caving? I hope not. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right, gentlemen, let me just ask oh, some dear. questions about all of this broadly. Vice President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. With regard to Ukraine. We had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person, when he was going through his impeachment, 
testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. Lie. I carried out U.S. policy. Lie. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing. Number one. Number two, the guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me, which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. All right. Um, That's just, uh, according to Hunter Biden, that is is a total lie. It is a total and complete lie. He got a lot of money from China, a lot of money. His lawyer told a federal judge in open court with Hunter sitting right there this year, and I already knew this, but... Biden continued to earn handsomely and spend wildly in 2018. He received a little over $2.6 million in business and consulting fees from the company he formed with the CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate and the Ukraine Ukraine Energy Company. Wow. Uh, Totally nailed in a lie. Totally nailed. And do you see anybody going, no, no. I I see CNN like, like, how about that? Uh, Turns out that... uh, that Joe Biden wasn't telling the truth on that one. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, uh, what do you, how much of a threat is Donald Trump to democracy? Existential or just tremendous? What would you say? <laughs> That's what they're back to. They say, oh yeah, he did flat out lie. Here's another thing. Now we're supposed to believe, all right, $2.6 million. But now I'm hearing from Abby Lowell that Hunter was just down on his luck in 2018. And uh, his credit was terrible, and his dad was trying to help him get back on his feet, so bought him a $67,000 truck. And then set up automatic payments between Hunter and the dad of a $1,300, actually not between Hunter, between a Wasco that was getting this $2.6 million from China, was going to the account a Wasco. And yeah, 13 money was going to Joe. Money was going to Joe. Well, that's just uh, $1,300, and, uh, oh, I'm looking at the truck right now. The Wall Street Journal has the truck. So there was a truck. There was a truck. Well, I think back to Tony Bobolinsky, the wonderful Tony Bobolinsky. Where the hell is that guy, by the way? An amazing interview with Tucker. What did he say? Plausible deniability. James Biden, when uh, Tony tells him, hey, are you guys... uh, are you guys crazy? You're going to get caught. This is, you know, all the stuff you want to do with the Chinese and these crazy deals, and some of them are not legitimate. I mean, aren't you guys afraid of getting in trouble? Plausible deniability. That's what James Biden so pompously said, so arrogantly said. And this is the plausible deniability part. Every now and then they'll arrange something like this. Oh, you see, there really was a car. They returned the car in four months, all beat up. That's just beyond and he also implies that, uh, well, this is to help him with the uh, the drug addiction. That's another favorite excuse. Another favorite excuse. Would you buy your drug addict son a $67,000 car? Doesn't seem like something that a drug addict really could use. I mean, he's in the throes of addiction, mind you. I know that, again, from Hunter, from his own memoir. I know it from the court documents here that he was in the throes of addiction. And I'm looking at this proud day at the dealer, a proud day at the at the car store. And Hunter is shaking the car seller's hand. Yeah, firmly. Yeah, I got a car. And for some reason, Joe Biden is there, too, just standing in the background. They took this picture. It's 
It's weird. It's so weird. And it's almost like they they wanted this to be discovered. So they can come out and say, you see, it was $1,300 for a car payment. I want to know, did Joe pay the car distributorship, Did the dealer? Strangely enough, the car seller is actually on TV right now, walking around, talking to people. And I know this about Delaware. People are scared of the Bidens, scared of them. Whatever happened to the guy who runs the laptop store? Hmm? He's not in the witness protection program. He should be. He's he's basically in his own witness protection program. He's got to protect himself. The FBI won't. He's got to protect himself. He lost everything, that guy. It's fascinating. You know, I interviewed um, Jill Biden's ex-husband a couple of times now. Uh, Bill Stevenson, great guy. He He doesn't resent Jill, even though Jill had an affair with Joe Biden while Jill was married to Bill. Happened in the early 70s. Things happen. People are young. You know, Bill has totally moved past that. Wishes Jill nothing but the best. But Joe Biden made it a point to hassle Bill. Hassle him. Just give him a hard time. Try to screw up his life. And um, it's kind of a big deal, wouldn't you agree, if the ex-husband of Jill Biden comes forward and says, Joe Biden is persecuting me, and here's the proof. And he shared it with me. It was pretty wild. Um, one of the things is he was hauled into federal court for an eight-day late payment on payroll taxes of $8,000. I have the documents that prove it. I have the news reports at the time. It's true. It is true. It's a matter of public record. This guy comes forward and tells his story in 2020. And again, actually, he didn't tell all of it in 2020, just told a little smidgen of it in 2020 to a national uh, network. I think it was Inside Edition. And then he told it to me with a lot of extra new information in 2023. Uh, that story was told on, let's see, the UK Daily Mail, the LA Times, the New York Post, the London Times, all over the world. Because it was a fascinating story. People didn't were not aware of it. And it was like, man, you were hassled by Joe Biden for non-pain. What? And you were married to Jill. Joe had an affair. And you forgive that? Okay. This was an interesting story. Everybody picked it up except the Delaware News Journal. The Delaware News Journal. It's a very tiny state. Joe Biden is still a big deal, and they're afraid of him. So is this a dealer, this a car salesman, going to come forward and tell a story that the Bidens don't want told? I don't think so. They want this told because they think that they have, they can, they can vouch for this. I think this is an example of what they try to establish, right? Plausible deniability. The whole thing is rotten, but oh, look, we have the paperwork. Nope. It's rotten. And I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And the other thing, the Liz Cheney book. What a terrible, horrible woman she is. You know, talk about a, uh, talk about fear mongering. Talk about, uh, you know, she acts like, <laughs> This is all up to her. If she doesn't get her way, she's going to, well, I don't know. She's just going to, like, she's going to throw a fit. You know, she grew up a rich kid. She grew up, I'm looking at her book here. She's five years old playing on the lap of President Jerry Ford. Did you get to do that? You probably didn't want to do that. But anyway, listen to her now. Cut 20. Donald Trump has told us exactly what he will do. He will not abide by the rulings of the courts. In my view, you know, fundamentally, there is a choice to be made. You can't both be for Donald Trump and for the Constitution. You have to choose. People really, I think, need to understand and recognize 
the specifics, the details of what he tried to do in terms of overturning the election and seizing power. All right. So you got to be afraid. Be very, very afraid. You know, she just said he's he said he's not going to abide by the rulings of the court. Where is she getting that? Where is the evidence of that? These are all phony cases, by the way. But you know what he's doing every step of the way? He's cooperating. He shows up on time. He turns himself in. They want him in Miami. He shows up. They want him in uh, downtown in federal court. They He shows up. They want him in local court. He shows up. They want him in Fulton County. He shows up. He has lawyers. They show up. They're filing motions. They're they're getting opinions. They're appealing opinions. That this is a guy who's playing by the rules. He's actually honoring the rules. It's a pretty good case that he he shouldn't have to be going through any of this. But Liz Cheney is wrong as she always is, like her old man. January sixth, she chairs, she co-chairs the January sixth commission, and the name Ashley Babbitt doesn't even come out of her mouth. The name Nancy Pelosi. Did they, did they subpoena Nancy Pelosi? She would have known a lot about the decisions beforehand. No. Let's see. What else? Did she want to find out why the cops left the doors open? No. What about the cops who let the people inside? No. They're just going to get to what Donald Trump said in the speech, what Donald Trump was uh, meeting about uh, with top flight lawyers like John Eastman. That's crazy. It really is. It's a, what a what a bizarre world. And people will listen to this. And I'll tell you what, that self-righteousness, it actually, for some people, it's a little bit intimidating. Cut 21, please. Cut 21. If a person is a member of Congress and they have sworn an oath to defend the Constitution, can they defend the Constitution and also endorse Donald Trump? No. So they're consistent. They're breaking with their oath by saying they would like him to be the next president. In my view, you know, fundamentally, there is a choice to be made. You can't both be for Donald Trump and for the Constitution. You have to choose. How dare you? How dare this woman? And the surety, right? The the the, the arrogant. No, no, she doesn't like. She doesn't actually have the patience to kind of bring us through the reason. No, 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 you can't. This is a, a so-called lifelong conservative. Remember, they don't stand for a damn thing, Republicans. You know what they stand for? Money and power. She's a prime example of it. Prime. Prime. They don't believe in a damn thing. Money and power. That's what they love. The swamp set I'm talking about. There are some good conservatives out there. I'm a conservative. I just want to be left alone by the government. I want freedom. I want liberty. And I want a fair amount of security, like the border, like uh, not invading the wrong country, uh, like, uh, I don't know, maybe noticing that 19 weirdos are here learning how to fly, but they have no interest in landing. Stuff like that. Cut 22. The Speaker of the House is a collaborator to overthrow the last election. Absolutely. What happens if Mike Johnson's the Speaker on the 6th of January, 2025? He can't be. You know, we're facing a situation with respect to the 2024 election uh, where it, it's an existential crisis, uh, and we have to ensure that we don't have a situation where an election that might be thrown into the House of Representatives um, is overseen by a Republican majority. So you would prefer a Democratic majority? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a moment she realizes how absurd and untenable her position is if she's going to call herself a conservative, right? Mike Johnson, he can't be. He can't be. You can't support Trump and the Constitution. You can't 
have Mike Johnson as a speaker. You can't have a Republican. Hey, this is democracy, baby. You keep complaining about authoritarianism. You're kind of sounding a little bit uh, autocratic. Like it's up to you, you spoiled brat. And your old man. The college dropout alcoholic who becomes a 100 millionaire, a millionaire a hundred times over. And oh, by the way, I'm an alcoholic. And I kicked it. But the thing about it that bothers me and why I raise it with that edge. Because he got arrested twice for drinking while driving. And got away with it. You know, I just, I I have a real issue. I have an issue with anybody who actually drives drunk. That's, that's you know, it's one thing I never did when I was drinking. Never got behind the wheel. He did. He shows up all broken down and dilapidated in Washington, D.C. And this mediocre guy becomes a vice president of the United States. And not just a regular vice president. I mean, a vice president who, like, totally uh, changed the game. Existential crisis. And that reminds me, Dick Cheney. You know, she's fear-mongering just like her old man. Just like Vice President Cheney. Let's go back to 2002. You hear the fear-mongering that she does? Donald Trump is an existential threat. Democracy. Uh, cut 19. Here's the old man 20 years ago. Simply stated, there is no doubt that Saddam Hussein now has weapons of mass destruction. There is no doubt that he is amassing them to use them against our friends, against our allies, and against us. <laughs> wow. And he ran around the country with the Bush administration as well, all of them, trying to scare us into thinking Saddam Hussein was going to come after us and do something bad uh, like 9-11. Oops, oops, oops. And then they joked about it. They actually joked about it. No weapons of mass destruction here. You ever see that when, when George W. Bush, for laughs, joked about this catastrophic, horrible thing? That killed, I don't know, nearly 10,000, I believe, American troops and roughly 300,000 innocent Iraqi women and children. And you know what? Quite frankly, we could throw the military in there, too. A lot of soldiers were uh, killed. Iraqi soldiers. What did they do wrong? What did they do wrong? Some of them were conscripted. They defended their homeland. It is just amazing where we are right now. And that Liz Cheney got voted out, booted out. The people of Wyoming spoke. 20%. 20% of the vote she got. And she gets how many millions? How many? I wonder what she got for this book. It is selling. She's on all the shit. Please don't buy it. Whatever you do, don't buy it. I will do a thorough book report on it. I promise you. I love buying the books of liberals and blowing them up with their mistakes and their lies. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, The FAA announces a special committee on pilot mental health. The mental health of pilots. Hmm. Uh, You know, we have some documented situations. I don't think any. Well, yeah, we do, actually. Remember that American that pilot just a couple of weeks ago was sitting in the cockpit and tried to crash the damn plane. A United Airlines pilot, I think, tried to crash the plane. Um. A couple of years ago, there was a pilot in Europe. I think it was uh, German Wings was the was the flight from Germany to France, and he crashed the damn plane with like one hundred and fifty people on board. It was on purpose. He did it on purpose. 
He waited. He was a co-pilot. He waited till the captain went to the bathroom, locked the door, and crashed the plane on purpose. And then there was the other dude, uh, Egyptian air pilot. This is all the way back in 99, but I remember it. He was uh, took off from New York, flying to Cairo, and crashed the plane into the ocean. Just cr- they got a lot of responsibility. Hey, I'm not one of these guys who thinks that um, automation is a bad thing. You know, I mean, sooner or later, p- planes are going to be able to fly themselves, just like cars. In fact, we are way overdue for the driverless car. I'm all for the uh, Committee on Mental Health, to be honest, about the pilots. they got a hell of a lot of responsibility. You know, it's less glamour than ever before, although the money is going up. And I've noticed at the airport, you look at the pilots, uh, they look like they're pretty sharp. They look pretty sharp. I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. The police officers in New York City, I am hearing that they're getting rid of the height and weight requirement. Uh, You know, let's face it, some of them already have a bit of a, or a little big in the middle and the bottom. That could be trouble. That could be real trouble. All right, I'll find out more about that. In the meantime, Sandra, hello. Greg, you know, I'm driving home from a visit to a friend, and I'm thinking, what would we all do without you? You are so precious, so honest, you're so real, you tell it like it is, and what would we do without you? Hey, you probably just listen to Curtis, let's face it. No, 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 I don't, actually. I listen, no. That's, I just wanted to say that because I feel it from my heart. But I wanted to ask you your thoughts on the Israeli military. They're planning to uh, infiltrate these big tubes in the tunnels when all the hostages are out to flood these tunnels and get all the people out that we don't like. What do you think of that idea? Do you think it would work? Well, number one, it's interesting that we even know about this idea, right? We know about it ahead of time. And I had this great woman named Tal Heinrich on. Uh, She represents Bibi Netanyahu. And she asked me, she said, Greg, tell me a military that tells the enemy ahead of time what they're going to do, where they're going to drop bombs, and how they let the civilian population know where to go so that they'll be safe. Like, what's a military that does that? She asked me. Quite frankly, she asked it like I was going to be totally stumped. But And I said, uh, a humane military, possibly overly so, uh, that is incurring even more risk to itself by being so generous with the enemy and the enemy's dependence. So I just – and that's the Israeli that's the Israeli military. From what I know about the uh, – they got to close those tunnels. And if you can't use a bunker buster on them, then you got to use something. But I am all for that. Thank you, Sandra, very much. And we'll try uh, uh, Joe real quick. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Listen, as far as Lynch Cheney, Liz Cheney, she is just a bitter uh, – just like her old man – She's bitter. Things don't go exactly her way. And she's she's a little gruff and a little manly of a broad for me. She just turns me off. That's number one. And number two, where do they get this idea that Trump at, at 76, he he left office. He he was pissed, but he left at 80, 84, whatever it's going to be, 82. Excuse me. He's going to put up a fight. You know what? These people need to know. Democracy is the will of the people, whatever it is. No, not whatever it is. We got a constitutional republic, buddy. And uh, I agree with you on Liz Cheney, but let's not call her abroad. All right? We'll call her uh, a bimbo.